0: Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, Joey McGuire to Tim Tadlock, stores Connecticut to Smallville, and beef or buffets. It's all in the bag today on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: We're going to start this thing off right. Raiders! Raider! Raider! Raider!
1: Everything runs through Lowe's.
0: Great to see you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen every day on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash Locked On College and get yourself into the greatest, best feeling, most versatile shorts on planet Earth. And when you enter the promo code Locked On College, they're going to throw in a free custom tumbler with every order at birddogs.com slash locked on college. He's the only Chris level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you here. Midpoint of the week. It is Wednesday. And that means we are word associating a little mental exercise. Limber up here this morning, boys and girls, because we've got quite the gamut to cover, uh, involving several different things here on today's episode, Chris. And, you know, you know, we're running a wide span if we begin in stores, Connecticut. <laughs> As a big 12 fan, been sitting here the last few weeks here in Yukon, 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 talking about the huskies, Brett your marks talking to the huskies, basketball only or not? Seems like there have been some different situations proposed, but it does seem like these have been serious uh, proposals at the
1: same time. Chris, where are you going? When I give you, UConn. Well, and, and even, you know, I think Brett Yormark was reportedly on their campus, you know, having, you know, conversations and, and things like that. Maybe just kind of off to the side about, you know, possibilities. But I'm going to I'm going to not give you a word. I'll give you a letter. And that letter is B, because UConn is part of, in my opinion, any sort of plan B for Brett Yormark. Mm. And I think that plan B is now being, you you know, it's it's expanding. I think there's more options with plan B. And what I mean by that is I clearly think that plan A is pulling from the Pac-12. And the most realistic options are Colorado and Arizona right now. Those are the most realistic, most desired options. Uh, you know, I th- I think yeah, you would you would love Oregon and Washington. I don't know where that where that stands, but I think of the realistic options, Colorado and, and Arizona are are the two that you you most desire. But if you can't ever tap into the Big Twelve, I think it's pretty apparent that Brett Yormark is somewhat laid his cards on the table, and yeah, you know we're we're going to look elsewhere. We're going to do some other things, and, and is the UConn thing. You know, being thrown out there to apply pressure to maybe some of the Pac-12 schools that are on the fence—I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, or, or, or is it—is it a real option? Because there are plenty that think that UConn may not even be interested. Uh, if you're if you're doing the basketball only, you're ba- like really wanting to go in on the hoop side. I, I, I would—I mean, UConn makes a ton of sense. I mean, are you kidding me? Five national championships in the last three decades. They are the, the the reigning national championships right now. You would be able to say with with Baylor and Kansas having won one recently, and then and if you were to add UConn to your league, I mean, you'd just be kind of you know just you know collecting uh, recent national champions. Uh, but that's that's part of Plan B. I I, I firmly believe that. And, and again, football and basketball, basketball only. I don't know. Uh, they've been to a bowl game last year after a lengthy stretch of just being really bad in football. So I don't know.
0: I thought you were going to go potentially basketball with your B because <laughs> of the basketball yeah. only uh, context. My word is dilutive as in they're only taken. They're not giving. And for all that I do believe the big 12 Uh, can go on to achieve marketing-wise, revenue-wise, really embracing being the best college basketball conference on the planet. Um, I do not think that will ever get close to generating anything similar to what you do uh, as a football conference. That goes for anybody. There are, I think, five or fewer athletics departments in the country across the Power Five landscape where you see a men's basketball program generate more revenue than their football program. And typically it ain't even freaking close. 99% of athletics departments function and could turn the lights on this morning, Chris, because of the football program. So that's priority. Number one, we all know that by now Uh, that's priority. Number one, when you're talking about being additive to your conference pie, are you uh, just taking another slice or are you creating bigger slices for everybody? Because you bring some value. And that's, I mean, like a slap in the face almost to a reigning freaking national champion to say, uh, I don't know if I'm that interested really in bringing. I get that. And I apologize that college sports has uh, become that. But that's the reality. And I don't see anything as far as the UConn Huskies are concerned uh, that's going to bring much to the table from a football standpoint, from a television standpoint, from a market standpoint. There's no connection whatsoever. Not that that really matters anymore historically or geographically, but I am not into it. And I don't want to go too hard in the paint on the idea because you just nailed it right there. It's not your first option. It's not your first plan. So I don't want to act like, Oh, what are they doing? This is insane. It's a fallback. It's a backstop. It's a plan B. It's another Avenue. I don't hate it, but I want to check off about 15 other options. I think it may be my plan. Uh, J or H, Chris, if I was having to go (laughs) on your scale. But I get what your mark is thinking, but football, 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 football is what's driving this train. And if you can have the Arizona Wildcat football program, buddy, you better... (laughs) I couldn't (laughs) even get through that one. I couldn't even get through that one. But you get what I'm saying. You want a more complete package. I think uh, as an athletics department, and for crying out loud, they're football independent, aren't they? I think UConn's... They're not tethered to a league, is that right?
1: Well, they, you know, they've they've been in the big east and, and done some different things with yeah, with football. But I, I think, yeah, I think, you know, Jim Moore, like I said, Jim Moore Jr. just uh took over there and they they you know, Randy Etzel was a longtime coach there and it was it was rolling. I mean they, they were in the a BCS game not just too long ago. Uh that I don't know, that's six to eight years ago maybe, but but you know, anyway, it's been it's been rough sledding once. Once Edsel kind of left, and then try to come back, and it's just it's been bad. Yeah. But you know, I'm just this- like
0: with the basketball thing, Chris, and you can speak to this. You cover it as close as anyone um, in Lubbock, and, and on this show, and in the Big Twelve, you're there on on the baseline. or I'm sorry, sideline. Where do you sit? I've never been able to pinpoint <laughs> you through my scope. Um, you're already the best basketball conference in the country, and it's the same thing with Gonzaga. I'm like, all right, well, they're not they're not going to hurt you necessarily, but do they really? like drastically take you somewhere you weren't before Uh, just basketball wise, if we're talking like basketball membership only. And I I just don't think so. I think you've already got the, the wheel spinning, you know, smoothly. Well,
1: I I think let's, let's think about it from this standpoint, what was the best football league uh, conference? I should say in the last decade, it was the sec. They went and added Texas and Oklahoma. They're just trying to like, Uh, you, you know, scoop them up. And I think if you're, you know, it's like if you're Brett Yormark, you're thinking, okay, Big Ten and SEC, they have got most of the money. They have kind of got the the football primetime slots and and a lot of the, these blue blood programs. But if they're gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. And yeah. so I think that's what you're that's what you're looking to 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 do from a if if you end up going going that route, but that uh, makes yeah, sense. We'll see. Yeah.
0: That, that makes sense. There's a little bit different context, clearly when you're talking about just the university of, or the athletics department of Texas and Oklahoma, but you're right. You're already at the top of that football mountain. You know, why do you add more? And, and they saw fit to go and add more and something we'll talk about on subsequent shows, Chris, but this is going to be true again in the new big 12. I was having a conversation with a friend about this yesterday. We've had some locked on Texas tech viewers commenting on YouTube about this, but The state of Texas continues to row a conference. New Big 12 will be rowed by this state once again. The SEC is at the top of the football mountain, but uh, I don't know. What might we take? How about two more from Texas and a Texas neighbor in Oklahoma? And I'm stretching back to the Aggies there as well. The the great state uh, is always bringing it to the table, right? For whoever can be involved with it. They typically want to be involved with it on whatever level. And uh, I think that's good news, by the way, as a Texas Tech fan. That's that's to your advantage, right?
1: Population. This <laughs> is where the people. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people here, a lot of households, a lot of TVs that you turn on, a lot of streaming customers, uh, and they care yeah. about
0: sports. And they care about sports. I mean, yes. enthusiastically. Because California football. Yeah. <laughs> California, we can talk about population as well, and you can tell right now by what they're getting from. Uh, I don't know, the CW? Maybe they'll get a mention later in the show uh, <laughs> what the enthusiasm level uh, is like. So kudos. I, that was just a long route for me to give kudos to the great state of Texas. Pause for a moment. Okay, and now we move on. Speaking of Texas Tech, let's take a hard left here, uh, Chris, because I want to talk for a moment. Tim Tadlock and the Red Raider baseball team. We've got postseason play beginning. First, the conference tournament tune-up, and then the big dance. So I'm wondering, what's at the forefront of your mind when I give you Red Raider baseball? But first, today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Best-looking, best-feeling shorts known to man. Also to the aliens at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. They're going to tell you the same thing. Bird Dogs have got you covered for all Occasions with their luxurious stretchy fabric. You will never feel better than you feel in a pair of bird dogs. Get them right now at birddogs.com locked on college. That's birddogs.com locked on college and enter the promo code locked on college and you're going to get a free tumbler from bird dogs with every order. Doesn't matter the occasion, bird dogs has got you covered whether you're grilling, chilling, thrilling. You feeling me? If not, head to birddogs.com slash locked on college and you will be shortly. I'm even getting some second looks from the cattle when I'm out ranching in my bird dogs. Look good, feel great with the most versatile shorts on planet Earth right now at birddogs.com slash locked on college. Again, birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you're there, use the promo code locked on college for that free custom tumbler with every order from our friends at Bird Dogs. So I'm wondering, what's at the forefront of your mind when I give you Red Raider Baseball?
1: Well, you, the word I would say is chances. You have a few left. I think that most have you projected uh, going into the conference tournament this weekend as, a, as kind of that three seed, maybe four seed, depending on where you look. Um, I think your RPI was helped a bit last week because you won two or three from Kansas. I think you're in the, the lower forties uh, as far as your RPI. The the positive thing is, is that you're going to play one of the highest RPI teams in West Virginia uh, tonight uh, at, at, at the ballpark uh, there uh, with the, with the, the Rangers ballpark there at the big 12 tournament. And then if you win or lose, you're going to play one of the two schools from Oklahoma in game two. And, and I think those RPIs are in the, uh, I think Oklahoma State is right there near West Virginia in like 2021, something like that. And then I think Oklahoma is in the mid 30s. So you've got some opportunities here, even though these are these are neutral site field uh, opportunities. You've got some chances, I think, to really improve your resume, if you will. Like if you were to go two and zero, I think, boy. But as people are going to point out, Texas Tech, for whatever reason, just doesn't typically fare very well in in the in the Big 12 basketball tournament and the baseball tournament. They just there's a few exceptions to the contrary, but typically it's a bit of a short stay. Even some of these Omaha years for Coach Tadlock's team, they've been ousted fairly early. And some people have pointed to that and go, that's probably what helped you. you know." But in this case, <laughs> it, it would certainly help you to add to... Uh, your, your your resume, your record, you help out your RPI, things like that. But, uh, yeah, you've got some chances left. You just need to take advantage of them. Do you think there's enough meat on the bone at the conference tournament with some wins, aside
0: from just winning the whole thing, um, to really improve maybe your standing on the other side? Because I, I kind of feel like, um, and this isn't my word, but I felt like I, I was just kind of resigned to the fact that, man, you get in, thank God, but it's going to be a tough road to hoe no matter what, really, on the other side of this thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 because I've seen you. You, you know. Bottom line is, if you're a three or four seed, um, you know, you're you're gonna go to a obviously one of the more than likely could go to one of the national seed uh, hosts. I've seen Clemson is mentioned and and things like that. The pedigree of your program, you know, you've been there before. You're not gonna be intimidated or anything like that. Like I mean, this is kind of what we do. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, on paper, it, it seems fairly daunting. Uh, but, hey, teams do it all the time, uh, you know, in, in, in this space. And I think that you can – Sure. Th- the key will be this weekend how efficient you are. I think that, you know, I, I, I think that it will be interesting to see how well you pitch and how stretched out you get. Because there's some points in this tournament where, you know, like a pitching coach or the head coach will just kind of wave the white flag and go – I'm not going to stress our starters or our pen in, in this environment. It just isn't worth it. I think only Coach Tadlock knows how good to feel about how much you know. How how much do we are comfortable? Or are we about feeling like we're in the tournament, right? You know, versus I've got to get a result here. Like I, I've got a right. I've got to stress whatever a starter, uh, uh the the pen in general because we've got to get some results here to ensure that that, that we're in only. He, he, he knows that, and there's obviously an unknown component, too. But I think you can – it'll be interesting to see how how the arms are used and how long they're used and all those kinds of things and how many games you end up having to play. I think I feel pretty good uh, about your chances after the tournament um,
0: because of what you did this final weekend a few days ago. So I, I'm hoping you're not, you know, in an or bus kind of situation as far as what you've got to deploy uh, in Arlington. But uh, we'll wait and see. My word – Cornered, as in, I hope they're coming out like a cornered dog. And Chris, it goes back to, I guess, what, what I, I was just asking about there, you going on the road in a tough environment, probably facing maybe a storied program of some kind uh, elsewhere whenever you do get to the NCAA postseason. Uh, but Chris, in some ways, um, I, I like you being who you are in that situation because I, I'm sure you'll – understand this and tech fans will out there as well. Like you're hosting a regional and for some reason, you've got some program with a pedigree with some history that didn't have the regular season they wanted or whatever. And they show up in your town and you're thinking, Oh, well, I, you know, I, I guess, yeah, LSU has this record, but that's still LSU on the uniform and they're coming to your place to maybe screw up your party. And, and I hope Texas tech is going to be viewed and viewing themselves Uh, in that kind of light, wherever they do wind up. So I do think, obviously, again, the odds uh, are not going to be in your favor as far as, you know, sight or seating or or things like that. But I do think you will be in. And I hope you can lean on that. It's not these guys. They're not all the same guys that have done all these things to give you that pedigree. But uh, it goes back to something that we're going to talk about actually on tomorrow's show, Uh, culture, right? And Tim Tadlock certainly has one that you hope you can lean on uh, in times like that. That's right. Absolutely. Um, we'll see. And, you know, it wouldn't do any harm obviously to get a few wins at the conference tournament to maybe improve that standing, uh, there on the other side. Uh, we'll stick here locally with the double T and with the red Raiders. Uh, but a change up here is I pass off to a squib kick. I don't know. I'm just trying to throw in some mixed up <laughs> cliches, uh, for both sports. Let's head on over to red Raider football. And I think Chris, we're going to start, uh, with the name that you mentioned, um, earlier in the week that being Braylon lux and texas tech editions so where are we going here
1: yeah you know so what whether it is uh what are the, whether they add braylon lux uh to the to the team or or somebody similar i think the word i'll use here is starter and mm. and I, and people may go what 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 do you mean well, because look, from a corner <laughs> from a corner standpoint, you have your starters, but hear hear me out. At some point this season, you, you will lean on depth, and you don't know where you're going to have to lean on. Lean lean on that depth, you know, or what positions necessarily. I mean, if we're sitting here a year ago, and we're we're projecting matt keeler as a as a starting offensive tackle for your team you're probably thinking oh man well that's what happened last year in one game yeah just because and and so there's no guarantee that ray or or malik dunlap start every game i mean you know ray is 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 out for the summer and should be back and and healthy by by the time by the time camp starts in, in august but I think you look at Braylon Lux is like, okay, we, we can, we can start this guy and feel great about it. You know, we don't, we don't we won't even bat an eye if we have to put him, uh, at, you know, put him out there as a starter at, at, at boundary or, uh, or, 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 or the field side corner, it doesn't really matter. So I just think that you can't have enough guys like that uh, because would you rather have, Braylon Lux starting or like true freshman Chapman Lewis at corner not not a knock against the young fella but a, a guy that's got like 25 27 games under his belt I think you feel like you know not you know that's graded out well and all those things so I, I just I, I hope people are kind of thinking about it along those lines because I think he's got a chance to help you or somebody like that I should say
0: I'm going understated for my word as it relates to this situation right now, Chris, with what's going on defensively, obviously, where you have very high expectations, but particularly as it relates <clears throat> to the possible impact of Rashad Williams and what he's going through. And I don't know if enough are, are paying attention to it right now. I hope it's not even worth paying attention to. <laughs> you know, the closer that we're getting, obviously – to the fall. But I think you also said this a couple of days ago, or maybe on a show last week, that um, if you're kicking it off right now against Wyoming or Oregon or somebody in the Big 12, um, you're, I'm not going to say you're scrambling, but you're doing some shuffling to try and cover up for that. And it's not quite uh, what you would imagine to be your frontline effort just yet. So definitely something to keep an eye on this offseason because it impacts, I think, the side of the ball that you're most relying on to, to give you what you hope is a really competitive season.
1: Don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, I just think, you know, little tweaks and, and, and additions are going to be key, but it, it's pretty clear to me that Texas tech doesn't want to hold any spots. If there's help out there to, to be yeah. found, they they want to add it. They're not interested in saving their money. They want to spend it. All right. We are back on the other side with one more wrapping it up with
0: a big picture. And yeah, I already mentioned it once today. We're going back to the home of Riverdale, Supergirl, iZombie, Veronica Mars, Smallville, Gossip Girl. If any of these things sound familiar to you, you're probably on the wrong YouTube channel. This is Locked on Texas Tech, but hang around and give it a try anyway. Maybe we got something you like coming up in the final go-round next on Locked on Texas Tech. Glad to have you along for the ride on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. With Chris, I'm Casey coming at you from west of the 100th Meridian, where it's really going down. Another great day in the great state. And wrapping up this episode, Chris, on a word association Wednesday uh, with a couple more stopping points before we get to the latest media negotiations from Pac-12 country. And things like I've already mentioned, Smallville anyone, Riverdale, it's just fun to say. That's the one where they do the Irish dance, I think. Uh, We're going to get to this. A little bit of Texas Tech hoops news coming across the bow here recently, uh, Chris. We had some things clarified with one player. We had the first, I believe, I guess, prep level or high school level commitment uh, for Grant McCaslin. Two names to discuss here. And maybe I would take the one that's what, Jason Jackson, and give you Amelie, now I'll just let you, <laughs> am I being lazy just going with the other guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're the broadcaster, man. You get the pronunciation guides, right?
1: Yeah, I, th- this this was a bit tricky. Uh, I, it's, it's like I want to say it like a Hawaiian name, but I don't think yeah. that's uh, that's what I'm going to do. A- Amelie Yahalo, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but Yeah, the, from, from, from Finland, originally. <laughs> Jason Jackson was never really in the picture, uh, uh, I think of uh, or the plans. I think he's a really good athlete, uh, but I think he was really tied to Al Pinkins, yeah. uh, and I think that this it was, it was kind of a developmental thought process with with him. Like um, he wasn't very highly recruited, wasn't lightly recruited either. But I just he wasn't like some big time get. Uh, I think that. There was no contact, I don't think, between uh, tech staff and and Jackson really throughout the process. I think if Jason Jackson would have wanted to just show up here and I think he would have, you know, his his uh, letter of intent would have been honored. But again, you don't want to you don't want to go where you're not wanted, maybe, or I don't know. And That's so, so wild, man. That really like happened like you just ghosted.
0: A guy, there's not a phone. Well, call I mean,
1: you're you're trying to. It's business, man. You know, it's business, and it sucks for the kid in this standpoint. If this is what he wanted to do, I don't know what other options he had. But a lot of times in a situation like that, it could have been the kid going, "I didn't sign up to play for that staff. Get, let me out of my sure. letter of intent." And then the, the the staff that's taking over is like, "No, no, no, no. Like, we like let's work through this." You know, so the, the, there's a variety of different ways that this could go. <laughs> I'm just imagining like. Mr. Jackson
0: riding down the street like the chicken Wayne's world with the neck brace. Hi, Wayne on the bicycle. Hi, Coach McCaslin. Like, don't look over there. Don't look. Over. Yeah, <laughs> cutthroat businessman. I hate it for I, that guy. But uh, I had yet to have a resolution.
1: Yeah, but so that that kind of is where that that I think uh, ended up. Uh, but. Yeah. Don't know where his new home will be, but it doesn't appear that that will be uh, Texas Tech. And then, and then your addition, uh, Yahalo. Yeah. I, I really, I hope I'm saying that name close to right. Um, I haven't seen a pronunciation guide or anything like that on on his uh, name. He's from Finland. My, you know, since we're doing word association here, my my word here is going to be. You ready for this one? On. My my word is going to be Elijah, because I think this <laughs> okay. is this is basically there's a lot of similarities here and in between this player and Elijah Fisher. And unfortunately, I feel like you're kind of hitting the reset button. I would have preferred to keep Elijah Fisher here and, and kind of, he'd taken some lumps. I think he'd kind of started right. to come out on the right side of it. I think that, you know, it could have been a big payoff year two, year three, I think though that Yahalo, if I'm again saying that correctly, I think he's an end of the bench guy. Just I think he's a developmental guy. I think he's somebody that you you would you would ideally like to grow old with, but you've you've reset the deck to where it's like okay now it's. and comparing him to, to to Elijah. It's kind of a you, you, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. I just this league is not kind to true freshmen and I know he's a prep school kid and all that it just it it just isn't and and it takes you know because if if it's not um hard for you you're a one and done guy you know you're 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 Keontae George and you're going to the lottery and you're one you're Grady Dick you're going to the lottery and you're one and you know so I just think that I hope everybody kind of grasps that you know this is going to be you know, s- slow and all that with with, with the, this prospect. But anyway, he, he's got good size, good measurables. Uh, I think good background. I think uh, you know Nebraska, Providence, some others were kind of looking looking at him and, and all that. Again, just trying to be realistic about what what you've just added here. So that leaves you now with the Jackson news and the Ahalo news that you you're, you've got two spots remaining or two scholarships remaining uh, to to do with what you want to. So we'll see, kind of what they do with them because they could still use some help with uh mr yahalo or
0: Navajo. it's kind of funny you bring up elijah fisher because i also had a connection there my word was gonna be and i hope he's watching not elijah uh, elijah made an enemy out of me because he's an enemy of the beef industry okay so that, <laughs> right, that's a, yeah. that's a conversation for and another i remember show. that yeah that's a conversation for another show but uh for the new edition my word was gonna be buffet Don't worry about if it's steak and salmon. There are many fine buffets all across the LBK. Hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Unintentional Rhyme Masters with us in the building here this morning. But uh, buffet was going to be my word there. Okay, don't get stuck on the steak and salmon. Get stuck on the steak. You should get stuck on the steak. Salmon, you know, hit or miss every every once in a while. A couple of buffets I can advise you against as well when you get to town if you want to look us up because – This body has paid some deer prices for the wrong (laughs) buffet choices uh, as well over the years. So you you want to talk veteran experience in the game? I'm your man right here on Locked On Texas Tech. Chris, before we are gone, (laughs) let's not miss an opportunity uh, to laugh at the CW. And I'm sorry to the fine folks at the CW who kick out terrific programming for 11 to 13 year old girls year round. It's not your fault you're catching strays in this college football conversation, but uh, it's mostly the Pac-12's fault. And Chris, much like we started this show in a realignment frame of mind with UConn, something that has been out there like UConn that people are just hearing and you're considering and you're wondering, is this real? Is this not real? Well, we're back in a realignment frame of mind for the capper here. And this is another thing that has kind of just over the days and weeks seemingly gotten kind of real for the Pac-12. What are you thinking when I'm telling you CW
1: Pac-12 marriage. You know my my first uh, my my first word that came to mind was live uh, because that's where the live that's the home of the live tour. You know, and I think I thought uh, you were just talking about surviving. No, like to stay alive. No, L L I V L I V because. I think they've started to dabble a little bit in live sports. I don't think the numbers for the live tour have been very good at all, uh, but it it's, it's kind of broken the seal on them carrying live sports. And I think there's some rumors about them wanting to be like kind of maybe a, a home for the motorsports as well. Like whether that's, mm. you know, formula one NASCAR, I'm not real, I'm not real sure. That's not really my, my thing uh, I'm following that, but I have read that, that they're kind of, but this just speaks to kind of where the Pac-12 is at that you're having to have these kind of conversations. Um, they may get close to the same, uh, but I just think it, it's it's like the Big 12 years ago, and I actually thought these broadcasts were pretty good. It's when you you were you had a a portion of your TV contract was on TBS. And I think I was just know, thinking
0: the same
1: exact yeah. thing, like an out of left field broadcaster. That's the one I
0: remember. I'm, I remember watching Texas Tech in Nebraska, bingo, once upon a time. On that's the, right. Yes.
1: And that's Charles, Charles. They had, they had good crews. I mean, Charles, that's how yeah, I know Charles Davis, who now does some stuff with the NFL. With Ron Thulin there as well. Huh? Yep. I think he was one of the play by play guys and stuff. And I think they just had like one game every week, I think. But anyway, there was a a TBS 6 p.m. slot on a Saturday. And, you know, ultimately, you know, TBS didn't really stay in the college football business. Uh, But I I, I just think that's kind of, you know, perception is reality. And I think when you're having, you know, if you're having heavy conversations with the CW about your primary, you know, being a primary partner uh, in in a media rights deal, I think it, it says a lot about your league. This isn't what... Oregon and Washington and whoever else like just lays in bed and dreams about it at night, like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> our games are going to be, I mean, you know, and, and Washington state president, Kirk Schultz is probably like, Hey man, if they can help us pay our bills, man, we'll, 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 we'll play our games on the CW, you know? So it's just different, but I, I think it's pretty, but live is the first thing, honestly, that I thought of because I can't, I think it's kind of a sign of them, starting to break the seal on, on the, the whole live sport thing and, and maybe wanting to go all in. I just don't know what that's worth. I don't know if the Pac-12 folks would go, all right, yeah, let, let's do it. I mean, I, I would think that would not be necessarily a happy day for, for everybody in that league if that's what they ended up with, but uh, th- those are my thoughts. Uh, it would be kind of fun to have the uh, crossover week there
0: where uh, Buffy plays quarterback for the Huskies and Moesha is a tight end. Uh, for Arizona State or whatever. So you could look forward to that. And when you say dabble in sports for the CW, I have to take that very literally, given the fact that I only learned recently that Live Golf was on the CW because of the hilarious story of them not broadcasting right. a playoff or something like that. And this, I don't know this wh-
1: was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah, this wasn't very
0: that, that was the first time I learned of where live golf was even broadcast, which is nothing against Live. I just don't want watch golf in general. Uh, Unless I'm trying to watch the back of my eyelids, terrific background noise. I should maybe go into that industry uh, if the broadcast is not paying off the way you want. But I I, I figure, I guess, Chris, by the end of all of this, you're going to see, like I've already said before, reality checks. And that's where I'm going for my final association of the day. I'm cheating and using two words, reality checks. I said it a couple of days ago, uh, just about everyone has gotten some form of this. Uh, If you're still in the Big 12, the Pac-12, or the ACC, uh, ACC's probably still got a lot more of it to come for some of those who haven't quite been sliced and diced, uh, bought and sold so far, but you will be. I don't know if it's the CW or whatever other landing spot uh, that you got to get used to, but I still am just a little bit flummoxed as to why some are... I don't know, in denial in Pac-12 country. Again, just going back to these specifics we've been talking about, the the four corner schools, it's over. I am Vince Carter in the slam dunk contest right now telling you it is over. And if you need to see your league tied to more things such as, say, the CW or other varieties thereof, um, you you may get it. But I I don't know why you would want to continue to hang around uh, to see that happen. And we're back. I'm sure you're seeing it as well. Back to talking about uh, unequal revenue distribution for the Pac-12. All these things that will continue to allow them to live, so to speak, for a time being. But it is a Band-Aid on a gushing wound. There's no question about that. All right, Chris, appreciate all the insight and perspectives once again today, man. Had a lot of fun and enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you back around uh, for the next one. Thanks for the time.
1: Absolutely. It was uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Keep hope alive. And we're talking culture tomorrow. That's
0: right. Get out your Petri dishes, put on <laughs> your lab coats. We're talking culture on tomorrow's edition of Locked on Texas Tech. So we hope you'll be here for that. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode. For Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Have a great one, and we'll see you for the next round on Locked on Texas Tech.